0: Are you ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's has partnered with iHeart for Women Take the Mic. They are treating you to the most uplifting and empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, we've got a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure. Peanut Butter M&M's. They're just another way to help treat ourselves in situations where we deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So grab a handful of that creamy deliciousness with peanut butter M&Ms. Let's spread some positivity from smashing glass ceilings to breaking records in sports on stage and at the box office. Women are crushing it in every way imaginable. Hey, LA-bound thrill seekers, it's Chelsea Handler, your fearless guide to the city of angels. Brace yourselves for a wild ride exploring the diverse food scene from taco trucks to Michelin stars like Pizzana or Leo's Tacos. Seeking serenity? Immerse yourself in soul-soothing moments with captivating sunsets at Griffith Observatory, rooftop yoga, and a stroll through the Getty Gardens. Your soul will thank you for this enchanting escape. Buckle up for the LA roller coaster and embark on the adventure at discoverla.com. Chelsea Handler signing off, urging you to savor every moment. We all know how important it is to get a good night's sleep. I know that if I don't sleep for eight hours a night, I am not as sharp. From memory foam mattresses that hug in all the right places to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support at every price point. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash chelsea for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. L-E-E-S-A dot com forward slash chelsea. Exo Jackie protein powders and products support women in all stages of menopause and beyond. Formulated to keep bones and muscles strong, Exojackie's Jackie's whole food vegan organic products also help reduce common menopausal symptoms like bloating, weight gain, hot flashes, joint pain, loss of libido, and more. I love that I can just scoop and mix to get some extra protein or an energy boost throughout the day, and I'm trying to keep my bones and my muscles strong, and this helps me get there. Enjoy 20% off with promo code CHELSEA at XOJackie.com. That's X-O-J-A-C-Q-U-I dot com. Hi, Catherine. Hi, Chelsea. How are you? Well, I'm in New York. I'm stopping down in New York. I have such a very, very hectic travel schedule this summer. I mean, I just can't keep up with myself. So which, I don't know which way is up or what time I'm sleeping. or. Uh, oh. I was in Martha's Vineyard for six days or five days with my annual family trip. I've had a lot of family time this you summer. You have. I don't know if <laughs> everyone's been watching my Instagram or if everybody hasn't been watching my Instagram, but I have been with my family and people nonstop. I don't think I've been alone in... Something like 45 days. So (laughs) I flew in yesterday from the vineyard because I went to Dave Chappelle's birthday celebration, one of his birthday celebrations last night. And then tonight I'm going to perform at Madison Square Garden for his birthday. I'm going to go do a guest set, a pop-up set for his birthday. And so that was really fun. There were a lot of fun people there last night. I lasted till about... I smoked a joint with this girl, Linnell. I haven't smoked weed since I've been gone because I don't travel with those kinds of drugs. So I yeah. have to bring my other kinds of drugs to <laughs> my travel. And that's illegal, by the way. And I uh, smoked a joint with her and was out of my tree. <laughs> So I lasted <laughs> till about like 9.45 and then I got in the car and had my driver go get us a two pieces of pizza. Well, actually, I went and got us two pieces of pizza. He stayed in the Excellent. car and I got one for him and I got one for myself. You have full service. And then I seasoned his like I seasoned my own. And he's like, that's a lot of garlic. I'm like, well, I'm single. <laughs> so tonight I have. That and then tomorrow night, I
1: have this little pop up show in East Hampton, and then I go to Mallorca for a month. Oh, that's gonna be so nice! You're just having a getaway from your getaway. I'm, I'm I have about five that. days alone in Mallorca,
0: five days before my Good. guests start to arrive. Each week, I have a different set of 10 people coming, so nice. I have five days to myself. I'm gonna ba- like bang out some serious writing for my new book. Good, and uh, yeah, I'm just gonna keep the party going. I mean, I've just had so much action this summer, and uh been around the world. Africa. We went to three countries in Africa. We went to Zimbabwe, Kenya, and Tanzania, and then we went to Cape Town. My sister and I got rid of the kids, and we I was could not have been more excited to be alone with just my sister <laughs> yeah. in adulthood and not dealing with any sort of teenage melodrama. I didn't sleep alone for the first six nights of safari. Oh. Uh, because someone was in my bed every night, not a man. <laughs> a snuggle buddy? <laughs> a child. And so, yeah. So I am like ready. I, every night that I get into bed alone, I'm like, ugh. You can starfish. You. <laughs> yeah. But I have had a lot of action this summer. I've had a lot of boys, a lot of fluttering around. Oh, oh, that kind
1: of action. A lot of, yeah. Good. So I'm, I'm
0: happy. It's exactly the kind of summer I was hoping for.
1: I'm so glad. Just like getting out there, you know, finding something fresh.
0: I've been seeing concerts. I saw two Bruce Springsteen concerts, which were fucking incredible incredible. I saw one in Oslo, Norway. We went for three days, which is I'm going to go buy a house in Oslo next. That's where the place I think to be is for climate change.
1: Yeah. Everyone's going to Oslo or going to Norway this summer. I have like three friends going to Norway. Oh Oh, yeah. It's fucking
0: gorgeous. The air is clean. The people are cool. It's like they get it. They had a huge gay pride event. I loved it. I saw two Bruce Springsteen concerts. I saw the weekend last week in London. I swung through London again Swang? Can you say swang? No, I, I swung liked it. through London. <laughs> I swang. I think that per- that refers to actual swinging. Was with was other saying, couples were you swinging as way in you can London? swang. So yeah, Chelsea, I have a
1: question for you. How have you changed in the last year?
0: Have I changed in the last year? Yeah. My patience has definitely changed in the last year. Mm. My tolerance for un- undesirable circumstances has grown. Okay. I've found myself in a couple of situations or hotel rooms that <laughs> normally I would just walk right out of. And I'm Certainly. like, you know what? Just suck it up. Just suck it up. You stay at enough <laughs> nice places. And my reading has grown. I've been reading so much yeah. this year. So I've been using my time wisely. Instead of watching mindless TV and scrolling on my phone, I've made a real effort to read, pay attention and spend less time on my phone. And that. it's not always a home run, but for the most part, it is. Mm-hmm. It helps when I'm on when I'm on vacation. I'm not on my phone a lot. You know, there's a time like when we go to bed. And I'm in bed with my sister because I sleep with my sister. Everybody. Her name is Simone Handler Hutchinson. I don't know why she's supposed to be divorced, so it should be Simone Handler. But anyway, she and I are always bunkmates when we travel, mm-hmm. and we've been spending the entire summer together, so we've had a lot of one-on-one time. And I try—I sexually harass her in the bed right. before we're going to bed. She doesn't like that. She says, but like <laughs> any sexual harasser, <laughs> gets, I can't control. You. I can't control myself. <laughs> no. She, uh, yeah, it, she loves it. She loves it. That's
1: good. Are you guys cuddlers?
0: Uh, No, 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 no. We don't do that. I mean, no, we don't cuddle as sisters. No. No, my cousins do that, though. They're all gross. They all sleep in the same bed without underwear. I'm like, what? Wait, wait, no. Yeah, yeah. My cousins will sleep together with Gabby in the same bed and they'll be topless or bottomless. I'm like, guys, this is so disgusting. And my family would never do anything. I would never, I don't even think I've ever, my sister's ever seen my, oh yeah, she has. I'm, I'm, I, in my family, I'm the free bird, obviously. Say, were you
1: a naked family or not? No, no,
0: no. I never saw my mother naked until she was dying and like she was, you know, she, we needed yeah. to take her to the bathroom and stuff. But my mom was very shy and she didn't. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm not shy, but I don't walk around topless or naked in front of my brothers or sisters, but I also don't care. Yeah. Like if they see me, my sisters care. They don't want to, they don't want, my sister Shoshana won't even wear a bathing suit. She wears shorts over her bathing suit mm-hmm. because she's so self-conscious. And I'm like, oh, who cares? Like, we all have cellulite. Who gives a shit anymore? Just
1: bodies. We, I was in a very naked family. We were just a very naked family. Yeah, that
0: also doesn't appeal to me, quite frankly. <laughs> I don't, because of the way I grew up, I'm just like, oh. Uh, mm. Like, when I see people, my friend, I remember being at my friend's house and she just stripped right in front of me, went to the bathroom and then walked through her bedroom and her three boys were in the bed. And I was like, ew, what is this? And then I was like, actually, that's probably the way it should be, but it's not what I'm accustomed to. Yeah. And now we have one of my most favorite people on the podcast today. She's, I think, pretty much everyone's favorite person. One of everybody's. She's in the top 10 of everybody's favorite person list. She is an Emmy and Golden Globe winner, and her name is Sarah Paulson. Sarah Paulson is here, everybody, and as usual, she's already pulling her shenanigans. That's correct. She thinks we're in Simi Valley, which <laughs> I've never been to. Actually, no, I did. I, was, I did. I was once there accidentally, and she's already had to go to the bathroom four times. Yeah, yeah. She's been here for 30 seconds. Sarah, we have a lot to discuss. Okay, hit First it. First of all, I have to ask you a question. Hit me. You're in a very long-term successful relationship. Sure. That I didn't realize you had met. On Twitter. You two connected on Twitter?
2: That's that's a little bit of a compressed. Okay. Can you clarify? It's, I don't know that it's that interesting. Oh, Chelsea. I bet it is. Oh, think I so? think people are interested in your relationship. Yes. Okay. Why? Because people think it's weird.
0: Well, people, it's, <laughs> it's not traditional. It's very untraditional. To be, but I mean, I think people are into it.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm into it, into into all it. that matters.
0: Basically. I think a lot of people, <laughs> okay, I mean, good.
2: all of our people are into Great, it. Great, which mm-hmm. is all we care about. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's else not why matters. we're in
0: relationships Correct. anyway, right?
2: For the public's approval. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. Can you imagine? Well, I, am, but- <laughs> <laughs> I was on a date the other night with a guy, and I all I could think to myself was, how will everyone react to this? <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, what are you doing? And I was like, I wonder how this will be seen. Because it was very, it was a non traditional date, I will say. Well, you're not going to say more about no, that? No, because I'm not going to see that person again. Oh, that's okay. It wasn't, I wasn't interested. Oh. But I thought while we were on the date, I was like, no, oh, I know what that if, feeling. What if this mm-hmm. develops into something? Ooh, gonna how is this going to be? How will it break it yes, down? Yes, for yes, yes. I'm
2: like, oh, will I have a private relationship or will oh. it be a public relationship? So essentially, Holland Taylor and I met at a dinner party that was thrown by a friend. That's from Holland. Mm. That our friend Lee Rose threw for Buck Henry, the incredible screenwriter. Buck Henry, who's no longer with us. And it was a huge dinner party that I was invited to. I was 30 years old, I guess, dating someone else. I was with Cherry Jones at the time. And there was one seat left at the table of, of this dinner party, and somebody arrived late, and it was Miss Holland Taylor. And she came in this sort of very what I now know, I'm very familiar with the coat she wears that she was wearing then, that of course I didn't know then, but now to me is a very specific coat. And this kind of drum like like hair muscled and late and and like I can't like the describe wind it. blew her. The wind in. blew her, and she was like, oh, God, the part, you know, it's this whole thing.
1: And like I remember Mae West yes, a little bit. just like that.
2: <laughs> sure. Yeah, is that what my Less person, racist yeah. than Mae West. Yeah, okay. she's not really, yeah, that yeah. one's not she's racist. She's not That's racist. Really, right. So, okay, Cop- a lot of copy things. that over and Copy now. that over <laughs> <laughs> Not racist. Beep, 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 beep. Um, and there was one seat next to me, and I thought, oh, God, please don't let, I, I found her to be very terrifying. To me. Because you had admired her, work. I admired her before. I remember sitting in the movie theater in New York City watching One Fine Day, and I remember her coming on screen. She played Michelle Pfeiffer's mother. This is a joke we make whenever she feels unattractive. I'm like, you know, you have played some of the most beautiful women. It's not even up for debate. Michelle Pfeiffer is one of the most beautiful women to ever walk the planet. You played her mother. Like, we imagine that she, we believe that she came out of your body, that you grew her. (laughs) Yes. You know? Yeah. And I was like, that's something, you know, that I think tells everybody you're a beauty. She doesn't think that. But anyway, I turned and I looked up and I thought, that's the most beautiful woman I've ever seen in my life i hope she doesn't sit next to me there's not a chair to be had for anywhere else. like there's nowhere else for her to go and uh she sat next to me proceeded to make fun of me all night long I make fun of you like for... that i was 30 years old and i was on studio 60 and it was a show that she loved and wanted to be on and of course nobody was watching it and i just felt like a loser idiot and you know I was so it doesn't lo-
0: sound like she was making fun of you well, it but sounds she like she was complimenting she was poking you. at me like
2: uh, okay. how old are you she kept saying and i'm yeah. like oh i'm 30 and she was like 30 what kind of more, you know, like what kind of idiot is 30? You know, she just was like, <laughs> she just was like, a she good line. Really? like it's a great lie. really like, what kind of idiot is 30? And then, you know, and then, the craziest part was at the end of the night, we walked out of that restaurant. I think it's called Luke's on Beverly Boulevard. There was this— I'm sure it's been shut down. No, since. it's there. Oh, it's still there. Oh, oh, well, uh, shout out to Luke. Shout out to Luke. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody go. It's great. <laughs> there was some kind of very, very fancy sports car parked out in front of the restaurant. And Allison and Janney, who's a good friend of mine, was at this dinner Everyone as well. loves Everybody Alice Janney. Yes. And, and so it was me, Allison and Janney, and Holland. And when we were leaving the restaurant— Buck Henry was like, let me take this photo. And all three of us piled on top of this car that was not ours. And we like, you know, I was like, <laughs> eh. like I, my picture, it's really i'm leaning all the way back like such a 30 year old move a 30 year old move like this and holland's doing something very respectful and so is allison and i'm like ah, hang 10 or something like that mm-hmm. i was doing and buck then sent us these pictures and that picture was on my refrigerator for a decade before holland and i got together so her her picture was in my house on my refrigerator i saw it every day so this was the first time i met holland 10 years later we met again Did you slide into your DMs? There was there was that, (laughs) but it was post doing a benefit for an organization called AS4 that um, AS4 it's an abortion rights organization that Martha Plimpton started, and we're both friends with her, and so she asked us to make these little, you know, ads or something to support the organization. And we were doing it one after another. And we re-met each other then and then followed each other on Twitter. And that's when the DM slide happened. <laughs> and then, like, a year later, we went to dinner. I thought it was a date. She did not think it was a date. So what she, she thought she was just going to dinner she with another... She thought she was going to dinner with yeah. another human being. Right. Yeah. And I was like... I had called my friends, uh, just being like, "Can I?" Can, you know, I was having that thing of like, "Can I?" What will this look like? What will people say if I go out at that point? Holland was—I just turned forty. Holland was seventy-two. And oh, oh yeah. I didn't
0: realize it was so thirty-two oh, yeah. years. Thirty-two years. Yeah.
2: Wow. Yeah. Holland's eighty. Mm-hmm.
0: Wow. I know. <laughs> it is fascinating. It is pretty fascinating. Yeah. Because it would you would it would, uh, you know, I've always dated older mm-hmm. people than myself, mm-hmm. typically in relationships but i would think it would be hard to sustain over a long mm-hmm. period
2: of time to date with a, an older person. Yeah,
0: i think it would there's always an attraction with somebody but for it to totally. make it last. And i guess that's applicable to anybody your own age. It's i guess what's sustainable, you know.
2: I think the truth of the matter is the things that are our troubles have less to do with age and more to do with just the things that bother you about another person when you're dating mm-hmm. them which are <laughs> a myriad of things that it's actually not not the age stuff, funnily enough. It's more like she's not a big communicator. And I'm a big communicator. I want to talk about everything. Mm -hmm. And she's like, I'm good. Yeah. I mean, we don't need to talk about it. I'm like, well, I think we do.
0: Yeah. Right. (laughs) Holland. And what do you attribute to having such a successful relationship? Like, what is it about this person with you that Mm -hmm. makes it so successful and keeps you happy, engaged and wanting to be there every day?
2: I think she's the smartest, wisest, funniest, most um, extraordinary person I've ever met. So I can't imagine not being with her. I just can't. I just feel very, very lucky to be around someone so incredibly witty and funny and smart and I think incredibly sexy. I find her to be the most beautiful woman. I I tell her all the time, like, she's the most beautiful woman I've ever seen and she always will be.
0: And what does she bring out in yourself?
2: So, I, I mean, this is a sort of anecdotal thing that is sort of meaningless to anyone who isn't me probably, but I'm the kind of person when something – let's say I set my alarm off accidentally, my house alarm. My first response is to go and I say out loud, I, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm doing. And she's always like, you do. You do know what you're doing you do know what you're doing. And then I'm like, I do. I do know what I'm doing. And then I remember my code and I'm able to... So that's a sort of silly, (laughs) but a a kind of very specific example of a way in which she sort of pulls me out of my tendency to be anxious or sort of uh, hysterical and Mm -hmm. doubting my own capabilities. And Mm -hmm. she's sort of constantly reminding me about how capable I am.
0: I love that. And that is a
2: really kind of...
0: Because a lot of times in dynamics in relationships that are unhealthy yes. is a person trying to remind you that you need them. No. And that you need She's to be- constantly saying to me, why
2: are you with me? Why are you with me? Why are you doing this? What are you doing? You're a very strange person, she <laughs> says to me all the time. It's very strange that you're doing this. And I'm like, really? Is it? I I don't know. I, My mom tells me a story sometimes about a psychic that she saw when I was very young who said, your eldest daughter is going to live a wildly unconventional life. Wow. And I was like— Do you have her number? I got some new questions for her, this (laughs) psychic, because it's true. I have lived a kind of unconventional life. Are
0: you you into psychic readings? Have you ever had one? I do
2: like them, but then I get really nervous about what they're going to say, and then I try to sort of like mentally will them to say what I want them to say as if I have that kind of power. I find this to be
0: very common. People are scared of psychics. It's like, psychics don't tell you bad things. Like, that's not their business.
2: I know if I have a friend who's psychic, told them something to tell me that was going on with me that was not great. (gasps) What? Yeah. That's not. It's true. Your name specifically? Well, like, she showed her my picture. This Russian psychic who, like, reads the bottom of coffee grounds and things. Mm -hmm. And she's – this friend of mine has been going to her forever. And she's, like, she's always right. She predicted all the stuff about the pandemic before it happened. She was like, 2020 is going to be the year of mass death. And it's going to be this wild – Thing and we were all like, What? What are you talking about? <laughs> like, and, like I uh, better keep smoking. I, I, I better, then, better, yeah, I don't know why. I like, quitting. I not like to smoke whenever I am trying to communicate like or pretend you're driving an 18 wheeler like you
0: did when you came in with your steering wheels? <laughs> I was
2: like, when I was driving here.
0: <laughs> so ridiculous.
2: Now, are, when you're
0: on set, are you are you somebody who second guesses your performance? Because Oh my god, yes. Yeah, because you, you see you strike me as someone who's constantly second guessing herself. I and, do. And you don't really understand your own gravitas.
2: What what is it that makes you think that? Because I'm I've just
0: been around you. And I'm like, ah! Like, like you're a little, in a great way. Mm-hmm. I, I like it. Say your, it, I'm a little what? You're just like a little bit wacky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember this is the first time I met Sarah. She's wacky. This is the first time I met Sarah. I was doing my very first talk show, Chelsea Lately, and I got a letter, mm-hmm. a note from Sarah saying, who do I have to fuck to get on this show? Mm -hmm. And I was like, Oh God. Oh no, you sent me a video. I sent you a video. Yes. Mm -hmm. And we played it on the show. And then of course we had you on the show. And then actually another very, very moving thing you did. Thank goodness. I just remembered this is I was in the hospital for something a couple of years ago and you sent me the sweetest DM saying I I had that heart thing that I've talked about. Mm -hmm. And she was like, you know, you sent me a very sweet DM and said, you know, I'm very concerned about you. Are you okay? Okay, I want to make sure you're okay, because I don't talk to you that often, no. Um, even though I always admire you from afar. Always. I adore you. And well, everybody entirely- does. <laughs> Just so you know, in case you were wondering, everybody loves you. Well, that's mm. nice. I'll so take it. On set, what is your story?
2: I think I'm am very doubtful. I don't have a lot of confidence in my abilities. It, it's changing as I've gotten older. Wow. Do I have Kris Jenner hair? Is it like... No, no, it's I, well, very would Actually, yes. Very there's a cute. striking similarity between you and Kris Jenner, and there always has
1: been.
0: <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking when you walked well, in. Well, sometimes I'm like, is it Justin Bieber? It's more like Justin Bieber. Yeah. More like Ellen, actually. You kind of has El- 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 You're giving off Ellen hair vibes. What? I mean, it's a different color, but, you know... I love Ellen. I mean, you're both lesbians, so there you go. All right, I guess that's all you need to have in common. Right. Sorry, I'm sorry about our guest. I didn't know she was going to be such a live wire. (laughs) Two hot messes sitting right here.
1: I was telling Chelsea, I was like, I just know you from your roles, which are all very serious, including, by the way, Studio 60. I was the person that watched it. You were the one person. I I watched Studio 60. Thank you for watching. But I, you know, in doing research for this episode, I was like, wow, you are like a tremendous, wonderful goofball, and I was delighted. And I'm so glad it's paying off. I guess I'm wacky. Yeah, you are yeah. wacky. <laughs> totally.
2: But like wacky, like your 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 wacky aunt Who or gives like this
0: is shit. Wacky's great. That's well, a you wanna be compliment. regular? you wanna be nice. I you know what really. I hate when people say, Oh, she was really nice or he was nice. I go, what does that fucking mean? <laughs> yeah, it doesn't mean anything. Nice is not a descriptor. That's just is saying that they're boring or yeah, that there's nothing right. more compelling yeah. to say. You know? Mm-hmm. Wacky's fun. That's positive. It's okay. upbeat. Mm -hmm. But back to your acting. Yes,
2: I get nervous. With
0: Ryan Murphy. You do tons of stuff with Ryan, Mm -hmm. right? So how does he deal
2: with you? (laughs) I guess is the question. (laughs) I think he found a way to just throw shit at me that that I would find challenging just to kind of keep me from combusting, I guess. The harder it is and the more I don't know how to do it, the more excited I get. Like the Linda Tripp thing was... The thing I'm the most proud of that I've ever done. Nobody really watched it. Nobody really cared, which was fine, but it's the greatest work I've ever done. Okay, well Um, I didn't
0: I did not watch that one. What was the Linda Tripp thing? I'll watch it now. I wanna see you play well, I know I don't have to, but but. I wanna see you play Linda Tripp. I wanna see that physical transformation. Because you you didn't go out there with your own face doing that.
2: <laughs> and it was so crazy. I did all this wild, wild, wacky stuff. Did shit you get to spend bunch.
0: time with Monica Lewinsky?
2: I did. She she's a pleasure. It. She's a
0: pleasure. Oh, yeah. People don't say that enough about Monica Lewinsky, so I'd like to make sure we're on record saying it yeah, right she's now. She's a great girl. She's fucking cool, she's fun, and she's a great girl and whose life could That's have right. been a disaster. Derailed. That's mm-hmm. right. And it was probably for That's a little right. bit of time, but now she's She also has extraordinarily good hair. Have you seen that? Yeah, hair? well, she's oh. Jewish. Really a lot yeah. of Jewish girls have good hair. Yeah, I'm really only good. half Jewish. So that's why I'm constantly balding, and I You're have to, no, not anymore because I do this hair treatment called Hark Lincoln. Have you heard of this? No. So yeah, if you can see, I have like it lowers your hairline. So now I have more hair than I know what to do with because I put this treatment in twice a night, and it makes because I'm very fair. So you know, yeah. fair
2: hair, I guess, gets don't thinner. Care. Yeah, fair hair. Fair hair do care. <laughs> she it care. Was... But what do you mean you lower? It? A lot of people have electrolysis to get that. Like nobody wants like, it to look, start it, here. Like
0: it has new growth that comes in lower. <laughs> I don't know. I know that's new Because growth. women, their hair, you, because I'm fucking telling you. Yeah, but I not Now don't know. look at me. Are you a? <laughs> look at me now. I'm Linda Tripp. Monica. <laughs>
2: Monica. This is how um, I talked when I did it like oh this. I talked like that. That's how I talked. I did a different voice and everything. With Linda? Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. No, you're very talented. I Thank know that
2: you. for sure. <laughs> okay.
0: I was reading in your bio that oh, you're scared okay. of clowns, sharks, mm-hmm. bees, and many holes in the same place. <laughs> what does That's that mean?
2: Trypophobia or tripophobia? <laughs> like, so for example.
0: What's that game called where you throw
2: those fucking weighted oh, yeah, the, um, sacks into holes? Yeah, like a ski cornhole. Cornhole. ball. Cornhole. cornhole exactly. Yeah. I knew it was a name I don't like. I don't enjoy cornhole either, no. but that doesn't bother me because there's space between the holes. I don't like when the holes are like... What about like, Connect Four? Is that no, a problem that's for fine. You? That's fine because they're all the same <laughs> shape. So think about like a natural coral reef makes me want to vomit. Oh, I see what you're like, saying. All of them together like... Wow, that is a weird mm-hmm. thing to be... Or like... Like, if I think about it, it gives me the heat. Oh, I really oh, don't like oh, it. What about snakes? You... I don't mind them. I like them. Really? Oh, yeah. I've done a lot of snake work. Mm-hmm. I have a picture of me with an albino boa constrictor around my neck. It was like one of the great oh, days. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. I
0: don't, I'm really,
2: I have a phobia. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. You don't like this?
0: I don't like the yeah, the movement. the mm-hmm. gre- I don't like that they're jumping now. Oh, I don't know about what? the jumping. Oh, yeah. They're jumping. Not a jumping snake. Oh, there was a snake. <laughs> that, that slid across a lake and then jumped onto someone's paddleboard. From nope, yep, that they I jump like. and they climb up things that you don't think
2: that they can climb no, up. I don't like that, that part. True. But I yeah. have done some acting with some snakes and I've liked it. But you're scared of clowns? You I don't, don't have... like a clown. You don't. Meaning like a poltergeist clown was poltergeist the one where there was a clown under the bed? Where was the one where there was a clown in the corner? It was like under the bed. I like don't a like, bad
0: clown, or a I don't good like a clown. bad
2: clown. I don't. I think they're creepy. I I understand the clown thing. I don't like it. I and could see you
0: playing a clown. <laughs> 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 do
2: you feel? Do you feel like that's something that could happen? I do actually, but I just don't know why that really makes me laugh. <sighs> I could see you like the great compliment of the day. I could see you playing a clown. What are you
0: working on now? By the way, you're not doing anything right now. No, I'm taking.
2: I've taken. I took a break after the Linda trip thing. It was one of the hardest things I've ever done. Was it? Yeah, I gained a lot of weight, and um, that was an interesting experience. My body didn't respond well to that hormonally. Really? Um, Yeah. Sort of put me into pre-prepar. It was just wild. Mm -hmm. From gaining the weight? From gaining and Mm -hmm. losing. So who's calling? Who cares? (laughs) I don't know. I I hate this fucking Apple Watch. You know why?
0: Because I don't need these alerts. All it has is I can't figure out how to put it on a regular. There we go. I can't. Bye. I can't figure out how to put it on a regular time frame either, so that I can just see the time. So All right. it shows me is in the middle of a workout that I haven't been in for like three days, oh. and then it, it has a compass. I, Somebody's got to figure this out for you. Well, there's I, a way course, to make it. Good. I mean, of course somebody does, and I just haven't gotten I around to it. it yet. But I'm walking around Manhattan yesterday, walking along, walking along, and it just tells me north by northeast. I'm like, you think I give a shit about my directionals? You were in New <laughs> like, York. I What fucking time it is. Yes. Yes. What were you doing in New York? I was on tour. So yeah, you guys have to go to my show in October. I'm doing two nights at the Pantages. I'll I would love you. that. Okay, back Sorry. to you. I'm interested in the what happens to the body. To the body I find yeah. that interesting on the exterior and interior. So, I, how much weight did you put on? And 30 how,
2: pounds. And how did you do that? I just ate a shit ton of food. Bad food. Bad food. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then and I had gained it all. And then the pandemic, we were supposed to start shooting March of 2020. Then the pandemic happened. We didn't shoot for eight months. So, then I lost some of it. And then we didn't know when we were shooting and they were like, now we're going, you need to gain it back. back." And so it was a little bit of that. And then we shot for almost 11 months. So it was like, I had to maintain that for a long, so it was almost two years. Um, My body was like, what are we,
1: what are we doing? Is this the new
2: normal? Cool. But then it wasn't. And you know, it just, it was, I think very hard on your, on my hormone story.
1: I do want to jump in really quick. We have a caller who is (laughs) on her way to therapy in a few minutes. So. Okay. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. All right. Forget sorry. about, Sarah. forget about my
2: perimenopausal wake <laughs> We're gonna uh, get back to <laughs> that, or we, or we won't. I'll tell you We're later.
0: We're gonna take a quick break, and we'll be right back to get Great. to our first caller. I'm very, I'm very sorry about this interview so far. Yeah, me too. Okay. <laughs> Viator is a website and app where you can book travel experiences like tours, hiking excursions, museums, aquariums, you name it. They offer everything from simple tours
1: to extreme adventures. Exactly. I went on Viator a couple months ago and got tickets for the Aquarium of the Pacific, and it was fantastic. Their portal is super easy to use. You can get access to all kinds of tours, events. It's really fun. With
0: over 300,000 bookable experiences in 190 countries, there's something for everyone, whether you're traveling alone, in a couple, or with the whole family. Plus, Viator's travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. When you book a travel experience with Viator, there's always flexibility and support with free cancellation, payment options, and 24-7 service. Download the Viator now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. Are you ready to share some joy and celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's has partnered with iHeart for Women Take the Mic. They are treating you to the most uplifting and empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, we've got a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure. Peanut Butter M&M's. They're just another way to help treat ourselves in situations where we deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast or hanging out with friends. When I need a little added delight, I like to curl up in bed at around 5 p.m. with a good book and my dogs, Bernice and Doug. So grab a handful of that creamy deliciousness, kick back, and let's spread some positivity into the world together. And with peanut butter M&Ms by our side, relax and keep listening to Women Take the Mic podcasts as we dance our way through inspiring stories, share laughs, and savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&Ms and the unstoppable force of women. Happy International Women's Day. Named one of Oprah's favorite things in 2018, Cozy Earth's best-selling bamboo sheet set is temperature-regulating and incredibly soft. So this New Year's, make your nights extra cozy with Cozy Earth pajamas, made from ultra-soft viscose from bamboo. Reinvent your sanctuary with Cozy Earth's luxurious bedding collection. From pillows to sheets and blankets, indulge in the ultimate luxury. Luxury bedding essentials that provide peace of mind and endless comfort. Make every night a five-star experience with Cozy Earth's to responsibly sourced temperature-regulating bamboo viscose bedding. Cozy Earth's newest star is the cuddle blanket. Perfect for sharing and softer than anything you've ever felt. This oversized plush throw is the ideal gift for a warm and fuzzy new year. Cozy Earth stands by the durability of its products with a remarkable 10-year warranty, promising a decade of restful sleep. Cozy Earth has provided an exclusive offer for my listeners today, up to 40% off site-wide when you use the code CHELSEA. That's code CHELSEA for up to 40% off site-wide. Hey, LA-bound thrill seekers. It's Chelsea Handler, your fearless guide to the city of angels. One of my favorite things about LA is that you really can have it all. You can go from the beach to the desert to the mountains, all in the space of a single day. If I can start out gazing at the ocean and wind up apres skiing, I am one happy camper. And there's more, starting with great food. Los Angeles chefs and mixologists draw inspiration from their varied cultural backgrounds and the city's diverse neighborhoods, making for an exciting food scene from game-changing taco trucks to 35 michelin stars and then there's the shopping from exclusive streetwear drops to high-end boutiques los angeles tastemakers offer up a dizzying array of styles in a single city block contributing to the bold wildly creative style that gives los angeles its very own look And if you want to step outside and focus on your wellness, LA has something for everyone. Take in the breathtaking sunsets, find your center in one of the city's award-winning spas or gardens, do yoga on a rooftop, sample fresh produce at a local farmer's market. No other destination offers so many ways to rejuvenate and regenerate the mind, body, and spirit than Los Angeles. Buckle up for the LA roller coaster and embark on the adventure at discoverla.com.
1: And we're back. We are back. We're pausing perimenopause, and we're going to talk really quickly to Anne. She's 38. Dear Chelsea, I'm living a successful, fulfilling, and happy life, except for the fact that I'm single and haven't been in a long-term relationship for over 10 years for a plethora of reasons. Last year, I moved to a small town in the Midwest to be close to my family and got an epic job as an executive chef at a nonprofit. I love my job. I just bought a place in the city that I absolutely adore, and I'm making wonderful friends here. Of course, I'm on the apps and I swipe daily. I flirt with guys in public and have told all my people here that I'm in search of a man who will exceed my expectations. But I've been told that I have high standards and am very picky by my friends. However, I just think I deserve the best and won't settle for someone who does not fit my life. I need advice from two strong, independent women. Help. Cheers, Anne.
3: Hi, Anne. Hi, Anne. Hi.
2: This is our special guest, Sarah. Hi. Hi, Sarah. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? Very nice to meet you. <laughs> nice to meet you as well. Well, first of all, I love having high standards.
0: I think that is a good thing to have in life. But sometimes you can have high standards that preclude you from being open-minded enough to let the right people in.
4: Right. Yes. I've been on the apps forever, and those are just not a fun experience. They're good for one-nighters, you know, like when you want to get something fun.
2: Mm-hmm. But- mm-hmm. <laughs> I like that. When I mean, you want to get something fun. <laughs> mm-hmm.
4: And dating here in the area is, it's pretty conservative and mm. I am not. There's not very many people like me here. I mean, I've traveled the world. I've been to seven continents, 30 countries. I've seen the world and I'm looking for someone that has the same quality of life as me.
2: Are you at all willing to open up beyond the area where you're living?
4: So I have thought about that, but I recently took a job about a year ago and bought a condo. So I'd like to stay here for a little bit longer. I'm happy to look outside, even out of the country, but I need to stay here for at least five more years.
2: But you can still date somebody yeah. long distance. I think is what Sarah said. Sort of what I'm wondering is like if you widen the pool, if you know that where you live there's a sort of contained like a limited in terms of the possibility of of meeting someone that shares your values or is interested in the things that you're interested in, I wonder if like widening the pool a little bit it doesn't I mean you I know many people who have started relationships long distance that then you make a change later when the time when it becomes clear that you don't want to live without one another, you you become more willing to do that. But I think sometimes you might have to you might have to expand a little beyond what's what's right in a little radius for you there.
4: Okay. Yeah. So I've looked in Chicago, which has much more of my style Mm -hmm. of Mm
2: gentleman. Yeah, Uh, (laughs) my style of Mm (laughs) gentleman.
4: Where do you live? In the Quad Cities. So Illinois, Iowa, near Davenport. I don't know what that means. Uh, Quad
0: cities. I've never heard that expression before. I've heard of the twin cities, but never (laughs) the quad (laughs) cities.
4: Illinois and Iowa, about two hours west of Chicago. Okay.
0: Okay. So listen, you definitely need to open up your pool because two hours is not even long distance. I mean, that's like mini distance. I've dated guys overseas. That's kind of the relationship I prefer, quite frankly. I I think I would too. Yeah. Yeah. And also when you are dating somebody, I think you need to, if you have very high standards, I have very high standards for myself as well. And sometimes our standards, not that they shouldn't be high, they absolutely should. But sometimes you have judgments about people that you need to pare down because it limits who you're allowing yourself to let in. And sometimes being on one date or one interaction with a person is not enough.
3: Right.
2: I agree with this completely. And I also wonder, is there some part of you That is keeping it narrow in terms of what you're willing or interested in because you're scared to maybe have the relationship in the first place. Do you know what I mean? Sometimes we create these Mm -hmm. stories of like, it has to look like this. And this is why, I mean, you just said, I have to be here for the next five years. And it's like, you've got all this stuff kind of planned and figured out, which doesn't leave a lot of elasticity or room for anyone to sort of come inside that, even mentally for yourself. It seems like you've got a plan about how you want it to be. And that means somebody, anyone's got to come into it in an exact right way, or you're not interested. And I feel like sometimes taking a you know it's like a horse with blinders on you got to kind of take them off and just you might notice somebody near you closer to you than you may imagine or or even further away but that you kind of need to sometimes question why you're you're making it so rigid in the first place because there may be a deeper reason why doing that absolutely that that might make it a little clearer to you okay you know
4: yeah that's super helpful yeah i have always had very limited standards like oh i can't do that i can't date because of I Y Z, I can't date. like give
0: us some examples. Yeah. What are the things that are deal breakers in your mind?
4: Uh, Republican. Um, <laughs> That's <a good> one.
2: <laughs> I support. I support completely. I'm with
4: you on that <laughs> one as I'm well. With you on that one,
2: yeah.
4: I, so I really like a foodie. I'm a chef, so having to explain what different ingredients or cuisines are, it's very frustrating. But I guess I could open myself up to that. So, like, I get a foodie would be nice, but. I don't have many deal breakers. That's okay.
0: Okay. Fine. Then let's go in the opposite direction. What are the things Mm -hmm. that you're looking for?
4: Trustworthy, kind, a foodie, someone who's traveled the world and seen not maybe as many countries as me, but like, it's curious and open to new cultural experiences. I prefer a person of color, and that's hard to find here. In where Davenport, Iowa? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: I feel like I feel that's like, going to be yeah. a tall order right. for Iowa.
4: So that's why I'm like, I have looked out in Chicago, but yeah, it's just not... Uh... What Can I ask
0: you, what's your work schedule like? Do you work during the week or do you work on the weekends? What's your situation?
4: So I work during the week and I have Sunday Mondays off.
0: Okay, that's a tricky night to go out to bars, I guess, on a Sunday night in Chicago. I was going to say to allot some of your time to like commit to spending a certain amount of time in a city where you're going to meet someone of color that meets these requirements. I have no doubt there's somebody for you in Chicago. Correct. Like that is a huge city filled with tons of different types of people. So I think that if there's a way you could kind of commit your time to actually actively going to these cities, and and, um, apps are good, you know, you can definitely cast a wider net in terms of like your geographical location. But you should also spend more time in these places. Two hours is not a big deal. You can go spend the night there, get a cheap hotel room, you know, and like go out. And experience the nightlife there and like go out to different restaurants, go to the places that you would be attracted to or sign up for some sort of like group activity, like Mm -hmm. make it a two day adventure Mm -hmm. that you have Sunday and Mondays off. So you're doing like something outdoorsy. You're going to a nice restaurant, you know, just start cultivating different things that that aren't available in your city because you have a huge advantage that a
2: big city like that is so close to you.
4: Right. Okay. And also
2: maybe instead of a person who has done all the traveling, what about a person who's just incredibly interested in doing it? A person that you could actually show some of, you know, the things you've learned and, you know, discovered and places that are your favorite places in the world. People that might be really interested in doing it who don't necessarily have to meet, you know, it's a pretty rare, wonderful thing to be able to have traveled as much as you have. And, Maybe taking a little bit of of the curiosity component and the willingness and desire to do it or willingness, desire to learn about food. And, you know, it seems Mm -hmm. to me like it could be more about a desire to do so rather than a person who already checks all of the boxes.
4: That's super helpful. Thank you. What about anyone in your restaurant? Do you work in a restaurant? I do. What about any of the people you work with? So there's a team of four of us and we're all women.
2: Oh, okay. Listen, baby, let me tell you something, Anne.
4: We have a lesbian here,
0: and we, we have probably a
2: potential say, lesbian here. Yeah, so I mean, I come mean, on. Everybody's a lesbian. I hate to break it to all of you.
4: I mean, I, if I could, I absolutely would. Like, my front of house manager, she's sexy as hell, but we both like the D. So...
0: Well why don't well, but if you both like the D, hey get a, it get a D you can share. And why not why not so like, why not experiment with her if you're both like if that that's it you never know. You could you she never doesn't want
2: it. But you know, like Anne doesn't look that interested. She says no with a little stinky face. You I can get know. the D, by the way, without you can, the woman. Yeah, exactly. You know? That's right.
4: That weight of a ban on you. That... I know,
0: I know, I know oh, what see, you're talking about. But no, that's like I a don't physical care
2: for it. I don't care for Have
0: it. Have you been with men? Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. No wonder. All lesbians have been with men. Man. And then they come, they're like, forget it. I was going to get married. To I had a, man a great to... man. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Great man. Anyway, cast a wider net. Yeah,
2: wider net. Are there any other big cities within two hours of you besides Chicago? <laughs> what does the U.S. map look like? It's just so fun. <laughs> it's so fun to, yes. like, move yeah. around. What happens if you go left left or right or down or up? <laughs> <laughs>
4: I can cast a wider net. That is absolutely certain yeah. to do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and
0: also give people the benefit of a doubt. If you Like, if you go on a date and somebody somebody's really gross and they turn you off, fine. But if you go on a date and it was just eh, and there's really nothing there that repulsed you or you just found it kind of boring, I think you should give those dates a second chance because a lot of people are very nervous on their first interaction with somebody. You know? So I think, like, you should really just also give yourself a break. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I think you should think about all of this moving forward as expansion. Don't say no. Open up. Yes. Yes.
2: Got Wider it. net, it goes with everything. Mm-hmm. The widening
0: the net, the... The widening of, of the legs, all of it. It comes together. I'm so sorry to be so crass, but, you know, we're all friends here, so... Right. Yeah. But, I mean, just do that, practice it, and make an event out of it. Like, seriously, go to Chicago on your days off for, like, a couple times a month. Go get a hotel room. Go there and spend time there so that you can actually get FaceTime with people. You never know what the fuck's going to happen or how you're going to meet somebody.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Got it.
0: Okay. Okay. Report back when you yeah. do get penetration. Yeah. And, yes. and I go to therapy. Go. Go. go i to, to therapy. Thank you. And we'll
4: talk about
0: that. Okay. Sorry. Tell your therapist. I said what up.
4: Okay. I will. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank okay. you. Okay. It was so nice to
0: meet you, ladies. Thank you. Too. Bye. So nice to meet you Bye. too. I my friend once said to me, she's like, your standards are so high, and I go, I think they can be. Aren't I they said, allowed why? to be? Why I, yeah. I said, why would they be low? And she was like, well, I just think you your expectations. I'm like, but I'm, I'm not. Desperate. So if I don't have someone right. to meet my expectations, I'll then by myself. Yeah, to me. Now, I have a question about yeah. being with a woman. Do you?
2: <laughs> You're like, that's fascinating. Well, no, no, Let's it's about, talk about it's, vagina. It, yeah. I
0: feel like being with a woman. I'm reading this book and there's this big lesbian hot scene in this book. Right. And they're describing this their lovemaking, and I'm like, oh, this is totally hot. Like, you know, it wasn't like I wasn't a gay person. You know, like I remember being younger and reading about things that I wasn't comfortable with, and almost kind of mm-hmm. like rebuffing it, being like, ooh. And I and I realized my own reaction. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is hot. And I go, I think I understand. I feel like being with another woman would make you a lot less self conscious about your body issues.
2: Uh, for for me, not so much. No? I still I still. Because at the end of the day, it's still the, the fundamental truth is that you're still attracted to the person. You still have this normal, you know, human desire to be wanted and to have everybody find you appealing in mm-hmm. those moments and just because they have what you have doesn't mean that they're mm-hmm. not or that you're you know what I mean that you're not like is mine weird mm-hmm. you know what I mean right I always wonder if mine is weird
0: right I think everyone wonders if theirs is weird yeah but I'm thinking in terms of like oh cellulite and like oh, arm flab and stuff like that like um, with a man I do find myself making sure my mm-hmm. body's in check like mm-hmm. I want and I was thinking about that when I was reading this mm-hmm. book I was thinking oh I wonder if that is like something that I would feel with another woman because I've been with women Mm -hmm. sexually. And I've never felt self-conscious. Yeah. But in like, you know, menage a trois or something, not like
2: one on one. Right. And you didn't feel self-conscious.
0: No, I liked the liberation of it Mm. because it was another woman's body. It's like you have this. I have this. There was something very liberating about
2: it. I understand that. It just for me, I think psychologically it was my body issues were just bigger than that. Yeah, I think your
0: issues are bigger, right? <laughs> in general. In general. In general, yes. In general. In general. In general, in general, she has in general I have issues. bigger issues.
2: It's true.
1: Okay, well, moving on from <laughs> that topic, Catherine, what do we have next? Well, next we're going to talk to Alyssa, and Alyssa has a pretty tough question.
0: Uh-oh. oh Try and act serious, okay? Okay. For this, focus. Let's try. Are you ready to share some joy and celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's has partnered with iHeart for Women Take the Mic. They are treating you to the most uplifting and empowering stories of women, supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, we've got a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure. Peanut Butter M&M's, they're just another way to help treat ourselves in situations where we deserve a little added delight. Like listening to your favorite podcast or hanging out with friends. When I need a little added delight, I like to curl up in bed at around 5 p.m. with a good book and my dogs, Bernice and Doug. So grab a handful of that creamy deliciousness, kick back, and let's spread some positivity into the world together. And with peanut butter M&Ms by our side, relax and keep listening to Women Take the Mic podcasts as we dance our way through inspiring stories, share laughs, and savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&Ms and the unstoppable force of women. Hey, LA-bound thrill seekers. It's Chelsea Handler, your fearless guide to the city of angels. One of my favorite things about LA is that you really can have it all. You can go from the beach to the desert to the mountains, all in the space of a single day. If I can start out gazing at the ocean and wind up apres skiing, I am one happy camper. And there's more, starting with great food. Los Angeles chefs and mixologists draw inspiration from their varied cultural backgrounds and the city's diverse neighborhoods, making for an exciting, food scene. From game-changing taco trucks to 35 Michelin stars. And then there's the shopping. From exclusive streetwear drops to high-end boutiques, Los Angeles tastemakers offer up a dizzying array of styles in a single city block, contributing to the bold, wildly creative style that gives Los Angeles its very own look. And if you want to step outside and focus on your wellness, L.A. has something for everyone. Take in the breathtaking sunsets, find your center in one of the city's award-winning spas or gardens, do yoga on a rooftop, sample fresh produce at a local farmer's market. No other destination offers so many ways to rejuvenate and regenerate the mind, body, and spirit than Los Angeles. Buckle up for the L.A. roller coaster and embark on the adventure at discoverla.com. Be love with every heartbeat and every piece of Pandora Jewelry. Let love shine on your favorite bracelets, necklaces, earrings, and rings. Or create a style that's all your own with a unique mix of lovingly crafted charms. From big feelings to small messages and everything in between. Love is at the heart of it all. Be love. Shop Pandora Jewelry today. Find a store near you or shop online at pandora.net. Tired of tossing and turning because you sleep hot? Look no further than Lisa's Chill Collection. With mattresses designed with a cool to the touch top fabric, 8-inch zoned springs, and layers of high-density comfort foams, you can say goodbye to restless nights and wake up refreshed. I do not like sleeping in the heat, and everyone that I've ever slept with knows about it. Stay cool all night long with Lisa's Chill Collection. Their cooling covers rapidly dissipate heat, ensuring you sleep at the perfect temperature. The best of both worlds, these hybrid mattresses combine breathable springs with cradling foams for exceptional cooling and comfort. Need extra support? Lisa Chill Collection mattresses have up to 1,032 individually wrapped springs concentrated where sleepers need them most. Don't spend another night dreaming of cooler sleep. For a limited time, save up to $460 on a Chill Collection mattress and get two pillows free. Go to lisa.com forward slash chelsea for an additional $50 of mattresses and select goods. Thanks, l-e-e-s-a dot com forward slash
1: chelsea. Subject line is my best friend died. Bummer, I know. Alyssa says, Dear Chelsea, I'm 31 and I live in Little Rock, Arkansas. I'm a hairstylist and spent the last seven years working in a salon with my best friend, my hetero life partner, my soulmate. However, almost a year ago, she died tragically in a car accident. I'm not someone who makes friends easily or keeps friends for very long, but Allie was the exception to that. She was truly my person. I'm struggling not only with just missing her, but miss having that female friendship. I don't have many friends, and I'm terrified to try and make new ones. Any advice on how to make new friends and maybe some advice on dealing with the loss of your very favorite person on Earth? Thanks so much, Alyssa.
0: Hi, Alyssa. Hi, Alyssa.
2: Hi. Hi. We have Sarah Paulson today as your, our special guest. Oh, my God.
3: Hi, Sarah. Hi. How are you? I'm doing good.
2: I'm so, so sorry to hear about what you're struggling with. That sounds really hard. Thank you.
3: Yeah. Yeah, it sucks. (laughs) When did this happen? So Allie died in November of 2021. So it'll be two years in November. Okay. And what's
0: your situation like with your work, your life? Like break it down for us. Tell us a little bit about yourself.
3: So I work in a private studio now, so it's just me by myself. I just didn't really feel like I could go back to working in a salon again with other stylists. And work has been really crazy hard just because so much of our friendship was like intertwined in doing hair because we were both hairstylists. And so like I'm doing okay, but it's just... I literally thought, oh, we're going to like grow old together. Like, oh, we're going to outlive our spouses and be golden girls, you know, retired and live together one day. And now I'm like, oh, that's not happening. Like none of that that I had in my head is happening. And then I'm like, oh, I have to find a new friend. Like I have to find a new best friend. I don't want to do that. So it's just a lot. Like literally my entire trajectory of my life has changed. (laughs) Yeah. Do you have a spouse? longtime boyfriend. We're not married.
0: Okay. Well, that's good. You have somebody, right?
3: Yes. Yeah. He's super, super wonderful and supportive and great. And I have like a really good support system. It's just, I've just never been good at making friends and keeping friends. Mm. And I just felt like with Allie, it was like, oh, this is my person. Like I found my person. This is like the one person I can say the gnarliest, craziest shit to. And her not think it's, like, weird or crazy or anything. And it's just really difficult to imagine my life without that. And then also, I am so terrified to try to find another best friend like that. And I know, like, no one's ever going to replace Allie, but uh, I don't know. When you
2: say it's hard for you to keep friends, how so? Meaning?
3: You know, I don't know if it's my... I don't know if my picker is broken, you know, some people (laughs) pick really bad partners. And I think that I, I don't know if I just picked really shitty friends in the past, or if it's just life circumstances. I just feel like every like really good close friend that I've ever had has like moved away, you know, in childhood or something like that. Or I just never got those core friendships that a lot of my friends have, you know, like not close with anyone that I grew up with or anything like that anymore. So I think I just have a lot of anxiety about forming new friendships. And so that kind of keeps me from reaching out to people. And I'm like the most, I joke with everyone all the time that I'm the most like introverted hairstylist on earth. <laughs> I'm so good at work. You know, I can talk all day. And then if I see my clients at the grocery store, I'm like, uh, mm, uh, that's a lot of people. (laughs) A lot
0: of people feel that way. Even extroverted people feel that way.
3: Yeah. It's just, I don't know when you're out of that, like controlled environment. It's Mm -hmm. like, wait, what? I don't know how to do this. (laughs) So I've just never been very good at it. (laughs) Okay. Well, let me say one thing. You have a long-term
0: successful romantic relationship, so you are good at relationships. You had a best friend <laughs> forever that passed away, unfortunately, mm-hmm. which is horrifying and mm-hmm. terrible, and you will feel that grief for a very long time, but you that, that is representative of another successful relationship that you mm-hmm. have. So this narrative that you have in your head about not being good at making friends isn't true it's your past,
2: and it's your childhood. Right. Like, it's not even true. You weren't and, even who you are today then, so it's actually not applicable, you yeah, know what I mean? In like, a way, it's like...
0: you you, you have this, I, this story that you're telling yourself, and it's like you have a long-term romantic relationship who's a wonderful guy, like, that says it right there, that you're good at relationships. You're probably a one-on-one person. You're mm-hmm. not a group friend, group person, right? Is that how you would describe right. yourself? So I think you have to really, you have a lot of work to do about changing that narrative for mm-hmm. yourself, because the whole the world is filled with possibilities. You sequestering yourself and working alone That's
2: right, I was going to say. is
0: not you. necessarily the right move because right. how did you meet your old best friend?
3: I got a job at her hair, hair salon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So I really think it's important to get yourself back in an environment that at least is bringing new people in and out of your life, you know, on a professional level. I think it is important right. to be in a, in a hair salon with other stylists, with people, customers coming in and out all day and setting yourself up for success in that way, for sure. I think okay. b- working alone isn't going to be the answer. That's not how you're going to meet somebody. You know what I mean? Because it was
2: happenstance that you walked into that salon and- anyway, and that that person happened to be your person. So the odds of something like that happening again are are significantly higher if you're allowing those things to happen, you know?
1: Right. Yeah. And also being in an environment like a salon where you are sort of forced to be around the same people every day, you can form relationships that are more casual and you might find someone who you have obviously maybe not the same bond that you had with Allie, but a different and, you know, successful bond with. Right.
0: And there's ways to honor your, like, are you in therapy? Have you been to a therapist? Yes. Okay. There are ways to honor that friendship, too. You know what I mean? Like, you can kind of use that friendship as a motivating factor. You can have her up, you know, a picture of her up at your, what's it called? Your little station, right? Is that what it's called? A station yeah. at a slum, uh-huh. Right. <laughs> like, as a motivating factor to remind you what a beautiful friendship that
2: was and, and what, what you were capable of having. Yeah, too. and what you're yeah.
0: looking for again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't have to replicate that friendship. There are so many people in this world that are have value and lend value to our lives. And when we kind of get narrow, because of something that's happened to us, we don't expand. We just start to shut down and Mm -hmm. we're like, oh, I trust this person and that person and I'm not good at this. I'm not good at that. And the reality is you could be great at all of these things. Mm -hmm. It's just your mindset. And I think you have to get into a different headspace. You know, like there's a time for grieving. There's a time for reaping and sowing. Like there's a time for you to start investing in yourself again because that's what your best friend would want for you.
2: Yeah, I think you have to make a new relationship with yourself too in terms of being a yeah. friend to yourself and and doing some of this work that Chelsea's talking about in terms of r- like recalibrating that narrative and don't don't feed that story anymore because it's actually not true. You have real proof in your life of being capable of of having deep rich fulfilling relationships both romantic and otherwise. So that that is yeah. out there for you again too. I just but I don't think it can happen in in a little sliver of your society, yeah. you know.
0: Does it sound like something that you can do is, is go and, you know, seek out a job at a salon? Honestly, I don't know.
3: I don't know. I, I just <laughs> hairstylist. I'm going to be brutally honest. Most hairstylists are like my least favorite type of people. <laughs> <laughs> I know. But think about what you're saying. You met your best
0: friend as a hairstylist and you're judging the rest of them like they're not going to. I know. It's so stupid.
3: But they're not all (laughs) like
0: that. They're not all like that.
3: But I think a lot of it also has to do with, you know, I live in a predominantly conservative state. Mm, mm. Lots of conservative hairstylist girlies out Mm, there. mm -hmm. And so I love my little space and my vibe of my studio because I have my own little studio and it's like perfectly representative of me. And I love it there. So it'd be really hard for me to step away from that into a salon. But I do think what you're saying is absolutely the thing that I need to do. I just don't know if I need to do it like in a work setting. OK,
0: well, great. Then think of other ways that you can get out there. There's other like minded people in Little Rock, Arkansas. I know nope. it's a conservative place, <laughs> but you will find your people. You can
3: find your people. Yes. What about couple relationships? Do you guys have couples you hang out with at all? Not really. My boyfriend is a 35-year-old skateboarder. <laughs> um, okay, so I mean, he that. has a job. He has <laughs> a- okay.
0: What about in your space, in your salon space, do you have room to
3: hire another stylist or anything like that? Or is- Do you have any employees? Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. I have been doing hair for like 10 years, so I have thought about taking on like an assistant Or something like that. to try to teach someone else kind of just the things that I've learned. So that could be an option for sure. Yeah, or
0: hiring another stylist. And that Mm -hmm. way you get to choose. Like if there is some conservative person you don't want around, then you can choose who's going to come in. I mean, that's a nice way to meet somebody. But there are millions of other ways. You can join a rock climbing group. You can, like, what are you into? What do you do? Do you go hiking? Do you like to? What else happens in Little Rock? Is there a body of water there?
3: (laughs) there is. There are lots of bodies of water. Um. Okay, great. Do you like to sail?
0: <laughs> do you like to go river rafting? Like, There's plenty um. of shit where you can join clubs. Yes. And I know it sounds like, oh, oh, well, I don't need to join a club to meet people. Yeah, you fucking do. <laughs>
3: you literally yeah. do. Yeah. You do.
0: You're calling yeah. us figuring out how to get a friend. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. you have to put yourself out there in ways that don't seem natural to you in order to attract something different and attract something new. Because you're capable yeah. of having a great friend. You're just grieving the one that you lost and you think she's irreplaceable which she probably is but that doesn't mean there's not another great friend out there or even more than one great friend out there how great would it be to find a group of girls that you actually vibe with that
2: believe in the same stuff you know and it's two or three girls like that's a possibility too I had a therapist one time say to me when I was thinking about dating and I wasn't sure if I wanted to date a man. I wasn't sure if I wanted to date a woman. I wasn't sure what I wanted to do. And she said to me, you know, you can't figure this out hypothetically. Mm -hmm. You can't figure it out in your living room. You have to go out into the world and have some experiences. And those experiences are going to, like, direct you, you know, and you're going to get more information that's going to concretize something that you may be feeling. You know, you need... Concretize. Good usage. I like that. Finally. (laughs) Finally. Finally. (laughs) The clown comes up with a good word. (laughs) Um, Or like a book club. Are you into reading? Like, Make it cerebral. Book club.
0: Yeah. Book clubs are cool. At least they're going to be smart and fucking reading, you know?
2: Yeah. Book club's good. That's a good thought should think about things that move you that you get excited by and seeing if seeing if there's some or you
0: can try you know if you're into like are you you said you don't like to be around conservative people are you into politics you could join like a political group that
2: like gets out the vote yeah. or something like that and you you'll know. automatically meet people who have more of a mm-hmm. sensibility
1: okay okay i can do these things yeah. i can do that yeah i think bottom line you gotta treat friendship When you're looking for a friend, a little bit like dating, it's a numbers game. You know, the more you put yourself out there, the more individual situations you put yourself in, the more people you meet, the more likely you are to find sort of the one or the two or three.
3: Right.
0: There's a way for you to localize people on your Instagram. Don't ask me how, because I don't know. But it's, (laughs) it's a possibility to localize people, to find people in Little Rock. And that way, like when you're looking at people's Instagram profiles, I think that's a great way to reach out to somebody or to date somebody because you're getting a kind of a full spectrum of what they're into and what they're not. And that's a totally normal thing to reach out via Instagram. I have tons of friends that reach out to me via Instagram, strangers and friends, you know, that I... I, Yeah, we did. I mean, that's how I booked Sarah on the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, just think outside of your comfort zone and make some actionable, like, take some actionable steps where you're actually doing things that you wouldn't normally do to meet some friends that are like-minded. Okay. Okay. You got
2: to do things
3: and talk to people.
2: <laughs> you got a great voice and a great accent. Oh, thank you. <laughs> And also,
0: listen, I want you to just get up every day for the next like 21 days and write down, I'm good at making friends. I'm so grateful to have found new friends. Write it down like it's already happened. I'm so grateful for okay. these new relationships in my life. I'm grateful for this new relationship. I'm grateful to have met this new these all these new people. Just write that down for 21 days and there will be a shift within you and you will be more open. So okay. will it
2: into your Very life. Very good very good
0: yeah i'll do Up that very sister like, just kidding
2: was i was, gonna, was i was, gonna, you, I was, I was like, like wait you seem like you changed midway through
3: i was like what's happening sorry
0: that you have to witness God. our chicanery but yeah. we're both not chicanery. complete i'm
3: thoroughly enjoying it
0: <laughs> but anyway Alyssa, you're gonna be fine and i'm so sorry about your friend yeah, i know that's too. devastating really and grief is you know i'm so glad you're seeing somebody to talk to about that yeah. but just remember your bestie would want you to be happy and making friends you know yeah, for sure. You're right. Just like anyone who loves you, they want to see you succeed. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Okay. I can do that. Okay. Keep us <laughs> posted. Let
0: us know when you make some friends. Okay. Okay.
1: Right. Thanks, Alyssa. <laughs> Bye, thanks, Alyssa. Thanks. Bye.
0: It is true though sometimes that you was have really good advice. Oh, no thanks much. honey. Isn't really it good. true though sometimes you get such a narrative in your head yes. about your things you've done in the past which who hasn't done things that they've regretted and and you define the future by that or your yes. present moment by the past behavior and it's like everyone is capable of
2: Change and shifting. I also think the thing that sometimes helped you survive as a young person, mm-hmm. they become the real thing that's a hindrance to you as a grown up. It's Absolutely. like, and you hold on to it because you're afraid you only know how to function with these sort of mm-hmm. things in order and sort of holding on really tightly to the way things used to work for yourself. That when new things start happening, you either dig a little bit deeper and you refuse to let it go or you find a way to trust that you can make different choices. But I do think the very thing that kept you safe or made you know how to function in the world ends up being something that can be constraining. Yeah. Brittany mm-hmm. Brown
0: says that, that oh, really? like, it's your Teflon. It's mm-hmm. like your cover. That's why it's called midlife crisis, because mm-hmm. at a certain age it stops it working for away. you. Yep. And usually around 40, you're like, wait, the very thing that made me so successful is the yep. thing that's now making Holding me back. or causing yes, Yeah, exactly. Yep. So yep. that is, I think, a salient piece of advice as well. Yes. But I also think when we lose someone there's a guilt in letting go of totally mm, and moving totally, on. Like people totally. get so so guilty. Like, God, if I fall in love or if I'm happy again, this is right. what, what does this mean to her? Like, right. well, I was reading this book yesterday about PTSD and, you know, Vietnam vets and how they can wake up with terrible nightmares. And it was in that body keeps the score, oh, yeah. Uh, that's Catherine. A great, yeah. That's a great and one patient was saying, oh, I can't. Be present for my family and children because that means I've deserted all of my the people that I left before. that oh, I wow. was in yeah. war with and all wow. the soldiers who fell. Yeah. Like I can't yeah. disappoint them and they're gone. So instead of valuing the people who are in front of mm. you, they're still hooked on that. And so I think that's also something to remember. Mm to know that people want you to move on with your life. Mm-hmm.
1: I know. I When I was rereading that email after the first time I read it, I realized it was Allie and Alyssa. And I'm like, I'm sure they were just like two peas in a pod. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think that was very good advice for her. Should we take a little break and wrap up? Okay, we'll take a break. And then I'm going
0: to kick Sarah Paulson out of here. Do you keep going? Do you do like others? No, no, I'm wrapped for the day. This is it. Oh, wow. Um, nice gig. Okay, like I said, we're going to take a break. Are you ready to share some joy and celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's has partnered with iHeart for Women Take the Mic. They are treating you to the most uplifting and empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, we've got a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure. Peanut Butter M&M's. They're just another way to help treat ourselves in situations where we deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast or hanging out with friends. When I need a little added delight, I like to curl up in bed at around 5 p.m. with a good book and my dogs, Bernice and Doug. So grab a handful of that creamy deliciousness, kick back, and let's spread some positivity into the world together. And with peanut butter M&M's by our side, relax and keep listening to Women Take the Mic podcasts as we dance our way through inspiring stories, share laughs, and savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and the unstoppable force of women. Hey, LA-bound thrill seekers. It's Chelsea Handler, your fearless guide to the city of angels. One of my favorite things about LA is that you really can have it all. You can go from the beach to the desert to the mountains, all in the space of a single day. If I can start out gazing at the ocean and wind up apres skiing, I am one happy camper. And there's more, starting with great food. Los Angeles chefs and mixologists draw inspiration from their varied cultural backgrounds and the city's diverse neighborhoods, making for an exciting, food scene, from game-changing taco trucks to 35 Michelin stars, and then there's the shopping. From exclusive streetwear drops to high-end boutiques, Los Angeles tastemakers offer up a dizzying array of styles in a single city block, contributing to the bold, wildly creative style that gives Los Angeles its very own look. And if you want to step outside and focus on your wellness, LA has something for everyone. Take in the breathtaking sunsets, find your center in one of the city's award-winning spas or gardens, do yoga on a rooftop, sample fresh produce at a local farmer's market. No other destination offers so many ways to rejuvenate and regenerate the mind, body, and spirit than Los Angeles. Buckle up for the LA roller coaster and embark on the adventure at discoverla.com. Be love with every heartbeat and every piece of Pandora Jewelry. Let love shine on your favorite bracelets, necklaces, earrings, and rings. Or create a style that's all your own with a unique mix of lovingly crafted charms. From big feelings to small messages and everything in between. Love is at the heart of it all. Be love. Shop Pandora Jewelry today. Find a store near you or shop online at pandora.net. Tired of tossing and turning because you sleep hot? Look no further than Lisa's Chill Collection. With mattresses designed with a cool to the touch top fabric, 8-inch zoned springs, and layers of high-density comfort foams, you can say goodbye to restless nights and wake up refreshed. I do not like sleeping in the heat, and everyone that I've ever slept with knows about it. Stay cool all night long with Lisa's Chill Collection. Their cooling covers rapidly dissipate heat, ensuring you sleep at the perfect temperature. The best of both worlds, these hybrid mattresses combine breathable springs with cradling foams for exceptional cooling and comfort. Need extra support? Lisa Chill Collection mattresses have up to 1,032 individually wrapped springs concentrated where sleepers need them most. Don't spend another night dreaming of cooler sleep. For a limited time, save up to $460 on a Chill Collection mattress and get two pillows free. Go to lisa.com forward slash chelsea for an additional $50 of mattresses and select goods. Thanks, l-e-e-s-a dot com forward slash chelsea. Okay, and we're back. We're back. <laughs> we're back with Chelsea and Sarah. It's already over. I don't I, want it to be over. It's like, already I'm kind of over. Like... <laughs> do you have one more? Do you have yeah. one more question to throw at us?
1: I actually do. I actually have a pretty juicy one. Oh well, why
2: didn't juicy? you say that? Yeah. <laughs> how about how you were going to
1: let us go with a juicy one on the line? How dare you? <laughs> well, Catherine? we like to wrap things up in an hour to be respectful oh. of our guests well, I was when they're on time.
2: Oh,
1: yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, this question comes from Ashley. It's oh, all A's. That's a lot of alliteration today. Yes, it's a lot of alliteration
2: today. <laughs> They're all A's. Anne, Alyssa, and Ashley.
0: <laughs> Ashley spelled with an L-E-I-G-H, yeah. just uh, yes. so you know. Okay. That's uh, the only ones we take it from.
1: <laughs> Dear Chelsea, love your podcast, and boy, do I have a doozy of a problem for you. Oh. I work in entertainment and run my own company. I'm 40 years old, and over the years have built a niche but profitable client list for myself. Fifteen years ago, when I was still very young and starting out, I had a flirtation with one of my first clients, which turned into a full-fledged affair that went on for years. He was, and still is, married, and so was I at the time. This went on for so long that we both had children with our respective partners, all while carrying on this affair. A few years ago, I left my husband. There was no love there for a long time, no surprise given what I was doing, and I just couldn't do it anymore. But... After that situation resolved, I realized I no longer wanted or needed the affair I was having. It's as if the cloud of my toxic marriage was obscuring the fact that I had long ago fallen out of love with this other man as well and just hadn't realized it. So I broke it off. Here's the problem. He's still my biggest client, and for obvious reasons, it's gotten weird professionally. He swore he would never fire me or go to another company because of our situation. But over the months, he's become colder, unresponsive to calls, and very critical of my work. I'm almost certain he's meeting with other companies. While I have other clients, the loss of this revenue, were he to fire me, would impact my future. I'm fully aware that I've gotten myself into this situation, and this is the definition of don't shit where you eat. But now I'm in it and I'm losing sleep. Help. Thanks, Ashley.
4: Mm Mm-hmm.
2: Tricky. I don't know. No, this is a tricky,
1: I mean, I don't tricky. think I
0: think if your motivation is I listen, I understand it's financial and it's your career and your job. And but I think him leaving wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. I think that is a bigger burden to carry than replacing him financially, which will happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You will get other clients. And I, if you, if the writing's on the wall, I would probably get ahead of it if you can. If you want to, I mean, get ahead of it. But it's not a bad thing. Like It's kind of a toxic yeah, thing in sounds, your life.
3: Yeah, it
2: sounds like adding so much complication to your daily life and not sleeping and all that over something like this. It's like... I don't know. Waiting to be fired is probably the worst feeling in the world. And and not only that, it feels like closing the door on a chapter in a real complete way to maybe end anything where there's still a tie that is sort of connected to how you're making a living that has got so much sort of toxic, I don't know.
0: Did they say they were still sleeping together? No, No, that's been broken broken. off. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think. Yeah. mm. I mean, I don't know what the ins and outs of are like for references and stuff like that, but I wouldn't rely on him for any of that anyway, because you already have such a history. The healthiest thing for you would definitely would be to cut ties. Agreed. Whatever Mm. that means financially, I think you have to have faith in the fact that you will get other clients that will supplement that, you know, and Mm. replace his whatever income he's bringing into your company. But, yeah, it's bad juju. I think yeah. it's bad juju. Yeah.
1: yeah, and I think sometimes when you get rid of that bad juju, you make space for the good things to come in. That's correct. And you get correct. space for good clients. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Because also it's
2: a fear-based response to want to hold on to it anyway because she's afraid that, that nothing's going to come forward. But yeah. I think cutting that, you'd be surprised to see what 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 lands.
0: You smell like baby powder. Mm, you do. know that? Yeah, like totally a little baby. Like... like a little bit, ba- and I usually don't like to smell babies to be honest with you because
2: yeah, I understand they're annoying. They're annoying. <laughs> but you smell like an adult baby. I do? Yeah, it's fresh. clean. Yeah, I bathe. It's my perfume. Don't ask me what it is.
0: Sarah, Catherine, Paulson, we were so blessed. <laughs> were we? Were we? Today?
2: Were we? She was late. She's a wacky oh,
0: clown. Oh, no. We were happy <laughs> to right. have you today. <laughs> mm-hmm. And we love you. Thank I love you for right coming back. in, Thanks baby. for having me. Okay. Shalom.
2: Shalom. Shabbat.
0: Shalom. Okay, guys, we have added more shows to my Little Big Bitch tour. I added another second show in Toronto. So I have two shows in Toronto now, December 7th, December 8th, December 9th. I'm in Ottawa and two new shows December 15th on a Friday. We're doing a 7.30 and 10 p.m. show with Kevin Hart and Friends. That's in Thackerville, Oklahoma. And all my other shows, you can buy tickets for at ChelseaHandler.com. I'm starting my tour back up. On September 29th in New York City at the Beacon, which is sold out. But the next night, there are tickets available September 30th at the Beacon. So for all fall dates, you can go to ChelseaHandler.com for
1: tickets and you'll see me. Mm. If you'd like advice from Chelsea, shoot us an email at dearchelseapodcast@gmail.com, at gmail.com. And be sure to include your phone number. Dear Chelsea is edited and engineered by Brad Dickert, executive producer Catherine Law. And be sure to check out our merch at ChelseaHandler.com.
0: Are you ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's has partnered with iHeart for Women. Take the mic. They are treating you to the most uplifting and empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, we've got a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure. Peanut butter M&M's. They're just another way to help treat ourselves in situations where we deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So grab a handful of that creamy deliciousness with peanut butter M&Ms. Let's spread some positivity from smashing glass ceilings to breaking records in sports on stage and at the box office. Women are crushing it in every way imaginable. Hey, LA-bound thrill-seekers, it's Chelsea Handler, your fearless guide to the City of Angels. Brace yourselves for a wild ride exploring the diverse food scene, from taco trucks to Michelin stars like Pizzana or Leo's Tacos. Seeking serenity? Immerse yourself in soul-soothing moments with captivating sunsets at Griffith Observatory, rooftop yoga, and a stroll through the Getty Gardens. Your soul will thank you for this enchanting escape. Buckle up for the LA roller coaster and embark on the adventure at discoverla.com. Chelsea Handler signing off, urging you to savor every moment. Tired of tossing and turning because you sleep hot? Look no further than Lisa's Chill Collection. With mattresses designed with a cool to the touch top fabric, eight inch zoned springs, and layers of high density comfort foams, you can say goodbye to restless nights and wake up refreshed. I do not like sleeping in the heat, and everyone that I've ever slept with knows about it. Stay cool all night long with Lisa's Chill Collection. Their cooling covers rapidly dissipate heat, ensuring you sleep at the perfect temperature. The best of both worlds, these hybrid mattresses combine breathable springs with cradling